Hey, y'all. It's Friday, and that means one thing, and one thing only. We are backstage at the Bluebird. I am Johnny Alice. With me, as always, is Mr. Andrew Jones. How do I do this? You haven't put a recorder in front of me for ages. You've just said we can do this in the moment. So we've had some really weird episodes where it's just been kind of fleeting. And if you listen to them, it's because you were there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and now we're going right back to, I know we, we've done episodes every week without Yeah, recording. weirdly not on Nashville. <laughs> what was it on We started doing Empire. Yeah, that was it. I was yeah. like, I don't know any of these characters. What's Cookie up to? Why are we jumping in in season four? <laughs> I hey, is that, has that guy just been beaten up or something? What happened? Did, some, <laughs> did he get like a hate crime done to him or something? Oh, no, he didn't. Oh, I've compl- I completely forgot about that whole thing. We talked about it two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though, that the whole world just sort of, you know, he, he, he got away with it. Oh, that's... Did he get away with it? Pretty much. Did like... he? His sister's more famous now. Yeah, true, true. But still, he, he kind of, like, he didn't get any, apart from his career, but, like, yeah. I don't feel like that was enough. Cancel culture, innit? Yeah. Um, but yeah, cancel culture. <laughs> this show was cancelled, and now it's back. It is back. He said some problematic things. It is back, and it's CMT. Well, one of us said problematic things about how much we definitely, definitely loved a character we actually don't love, and that's why we were cancelled for a while. <laughs> Wait, what's that all about? I don't understand. Remember when you made me talk about how much I like Gunner? Yeah, I didn't make you do anything. And, well, you did, right? and then we had to take a, a break when we had to retool. <laughs> you said it. That was that was your words, not mine. Right. Yeah, my words were retool, yours were, you know, aggressive exchange of ideas. <laughs> you were just reading your words from the script that I gave you, but they were your words because they said your name on it. So. Yeah, I don't know why you kept writing your name right. That seems weird. I mean, it, it's a long film, that one. <laughs> boring. Tell you what's not boring, though. Nashville, season three, episode three. Yeah. And every, ep- every episode of Nashville, but well, yeah. this week... Yes, every episode of Nashville. But okay. this week, we're talking season three, episode three. Can't get over you to save my life. Which is what we said to the show. We couldn't get over, to you, over it to save our life. So we had to come back. Um, do you want to have a guess at the air date of the episode? Even October though... 8th, 2014. Uh, no, August 8th, 2014. Can't be in August. Yeah. You can't start airing in August. Was it 8th? Yeah, I'm sure it was. How can you start airing in August? TV shows don't air in August. TV shows don't exist in August. We've just been through an August where there were no TV shows. I'm sure I saw it said October. So people started watching Ted Lasso because there was nothing on TV. They had to go and find something on a streaming service that technically doesn't exist and doesn't have more than 20 million subscribers. <laughs> oh, Ted Lasso was good, though. I only got into it, into it this year. You watched it when it first came out, right? Yeah, I was obviously doing it. It's a Bill Lawrence show. I was always going to be there for a Bill Lawrence show. I've not missed a single one of his work. What else has Bill Lawrence done? Scrubs. Cougar uh, Town. Right. Ground Zero. Undateable, technically. Ground Zero? What's Ground mm. Zero? That's uh, what if there was a uh, workplace sitcom. And they sometimes get to say the word shit because it was on cable. A sitcom at a workplace? That'll never I, work. I didn't work. It lasted two <laughs> seasons. I'm um I'm stalling for time still. Uh, episode three. Episode three. I can't get it. I'm double checking the date. 
October 8th. Why did I put 8 8? Right. Eight, right. Ten. I told you October. Yep. You were like August, so in your face. Yep. 8 10. October 8th, 2014 is when it came out. So, yes, you're right. Um, I'm glad we didn't put a bit on that. Um, <laughs> directed by Stephen Cragg, his fourth of 10 episodes after doing uh, episodes 12 and 19 of season one and number 12 of season two. And written by David Gould, his fifth of nine episodes. Okay. After doing season one, episode nine, fifteen, nine and fifteen, and season mm-hmm. two, episodes eight and eighteen. I was gonna say episode nine and fifteen on season one was kind of crazy at that point. They really ran out of stories, and they were just like, "What if the gunner, I don't know, becomes a gun?" Ah, uh, I want a, <laughs> I want a Nashville. What if? I okay, so what would be the what ifs from the last some seasons we've seen? What if, what if um, Avery decided to become a bean counter? <laughs> wow, that would be interesting. Right? I was going to say something like, what if um, uh, Raina said yes to Deacon when he proposed to her? What if Jeff Fordham was the one that killed uh, Maggie, Margaret? Oh, <laughs> What if the um, the Shelvin unit killed uh, Maddie? Yeah. Oh, now I want to watch that. What if <laughs> Jason was the surviving Scott? <laughs> and he wore a hockey mask the entire time. Weird. Mm. Um, but uh, unless, um, alas, we're not watching What If. We're watching uh, Nashville, the original. Um, and we kick off with uh, Rayner and Luke Wheeler. Um, his hands are off the Wheeler. Because they're doing a photo shoot. Um, and Rook is a thing that everyone's saying. Um, the photographer's very excited to be working with them. He he wants a selfie and he's going to tweet Rook it. Rook being Rainer and Luke. Rook being like Rainer and Luke. Right, okay. It wasn't just you saying things. Luke and you just kind of emphasised an R. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Rook being Lena. Such a bad celebrity. Um, yeah, they want Lena instead. That's Which, a lame one. All right, what would you call them then? I call them the King and Queen of Country. Yeah, and but Luke and Rainer James. But for for a Twitter world, that's not. Um, We're not in a Twitter world. We've not been in a Twitter world since two thousand and nine. Well, Rook is in a Twitter world because well, Rook um, shouldn't be in a Twitter world because they're like Susan Susanal Bum Party. <laughs> if they're going to do that, and do uh, we want to go to Susanal Bum Party? Who doesn't? <laughs> I, I went. <laughs> I never forget. You forgot it. I forgot about it. How could you forget seasonal bum party? <laughs> oh, They're all is aching. Um, <laughs> and uh, so yeah, uh, Lena or Rook are having a photo shoot, and the photogra- photographer wants to um, have a selfie with them, and Raina's gonna retweet him, and they're all about. Getting into it, into Twitter, there old people getting into tweeting, which is just embarrassing, really. Like, yeah. Um, Juliet, meanwhile, is vomiting away. She's um, <laughs> she's trying to leave Avery a voicemail because she needs to talk to talk to him about something. Wonder what? Maybe the baby that's grown inside her. Oh, um, something that concerns about uh, both of them. But Glenn interrupts and um, hears her scattering her pills, uh, some sort of pills that she's taking uh, in the bathroom. And he's, uh, yeah, he interrupts her, trying to leave a voicemail. So she gives up on that for now. Okay. Um, 
Raina, Bucky, and Luke are meeting Dogcraft, um, who is, I think he's like Luke's sort of publicist. Um, <clears throat> Dogcraft, lot... <laughs> publicity. There's a lot of interest in Rook slash Lena. Uh, they want competition shows, a Christmas album. They've even got Rook teddy bears. Um, and they're looking at tour dates to fit the wedding in. Um, but <clears throat> the only the only dates they've got free are um, before the CMAs in November, so okay. November 1st, or Ooh. summer 2016. Wait, All Saints Day? Yes, All Saints Day. Ooh, Why is there a date for that band? Um, because they never, ever feel so low. <laughs> I'll give you a booty call. <laughs> they're pure oh. shots. Honest. Yeah, November, November 1st or summer 2016. Okay, that's not so bad. I think summer 2016 is pretty good. What do you get? That's the year before Transformers The Last Night, so you don't have to compete <laughs> with that. What have you got going on there? Yeah, because they're going to screen it. In well, obviously they're going to go and try and have IMAXs pulled up and they don't have the aspect ratio shifting out to the Hopkins masterpiece. What is that? What is actually out then? That's uh, Independence Day Resurgence. God. You're going to have to get into uh, some kind of Suicide Squad. <laughs> not much though it's kind of a shitty run yeah um well um luke is uh is up for november 1st because he says his ranch is real pretty in the fall but uh Raina's not too keen it's a bit too fast yeah it's pretty... october 8th yeah it's less than a month away that's yeah um Deacon Moonwell is getting ready for his first leg of the tour with Luke. Um, he's with Maddie. She's not happy. Um, but Deacon says to her, hey, guess, look, I get a week off at the beginning of November. Nothing's going to happen at the beginning of November. We're, both of us are completely free. Why don't we hang out, go fishing together? You know, just take a week to ourselves and go on a little vacation. Because nothing's going to screw that up. Um, so she says yes, and she says I love you as he leaves. And it's it's kind of heartwarming, isn't it? Like the little pause she takes, where she's like, "Dad, I, I love you," and it's like, "Oh, she really does love him." Well, I mean, if it gets her into some sort of you know exciting Deacon Claiborne events, she'll say anything. <laughs> true, true. Um, Everyone's going to say anything to get into a Deacon Claiborne event. <laughs> Will Lexington, meanwhile, um, is at the gym complaining about the cameras in his face and the lack of a cowboy hat on his head. Um, cameras on, on his face uh, 24-7. But he says training has been uh, keeping him from going nuts. Um, to which his trainer says, well, you know, we can't, we don't have to stop that. And Will's like, well, I've got to go on tour. But the trainer says, well, artists bring their trainers on tour all the time. To fuck. Um... <laughs> I made myself laugh. Um, <laughs> Juliet, meanwhile, is looking like a zombie, singing uh, Trouble Is on stage. She's rehearsing. Um, Emily suggests pushing back uh, Juliet's screen test for the upcoming um, film she is doing about... Why have I forgotten the name? Um, Patsy Cline. Patsy Cline. There isn't a film about Patsy Cline yet. We should have a film about Patsy Cline by now. Should we? How long after the Entourage Aquaman film 
Did we get the actual Aquaman film? Right, so I've been watching that run at the moment. Because, right. you know, I might go back to it. And so that yeah. was 2005 through to 2006 when uh, between Vincent okay. Chase doing this, get, doing this thing and eventually yep. the release of three, one day in the rally. Um, so when you look at that and you get to 2018, late 2018, Ooh. you're looking at 13, 12, 13 years. Okay. So uh, we're still a while away then. But you have to remember Entourage was a cultural phenomenon, whereas Nashville... Is even more so, yeah. Has has a podcast about it by the person who did the Entourage podcast. So. <laughs> exactly. So it's going. It's my connective tissue. Is eventually, and yeah. we did that before Aquaman was a possibility as a before film. it was even a possibility. Yeah, but the the Snyder franchise hadn't started really yet. Ah, Man right. still, but it did nothing else at that right. point. And we did the Entourage podcast. So, and we've just had RESPECT come out. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. So we're back in music biopics. Yeah. Yeah. I think it will come out soon. Biopics. Biopics. Biographical pictures. They're pictures yeah. that are biographical. Bio. They're comedies that are situational. They're pictures that are biographical. Biopics, they're called. Bio. 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 Biographical. 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 Bi is in the biograph. Biopics. Biographical. Bio. Biographical. Biographical. By Menon. <laughs> I never I never succumb to this this it's biopics. It's always biopics. It's never biopics. It's always biopics. It's a bi it's a biopsy. Or um, a biopic. <laughs> yeah, same thing. Pretty no. sure same thing. Um, Do not go to a hospital for a biopic. Do not go to a cinema for a biopsy. And you know what else you shouldn't do? You shouldn't mess up Juliet singing, which is what Zoe is apparently doing. I don't think so. Juliet stops everything, turns to Zoe and says, what are you doing? And Zoe says, um, singing the words, but she's obviously not singing them right because she's uh, screwing up Juliet. You know? Juliet's this racist. <laughs> this is racism. There is no one else, no women of colour in Juliet Barnes's collective except for Zoe. And so it's... you're saying not only is she a thief, as was established early in season one. I am establishing that she's not a thief. <laughs> she pockets lip gloss in an effort not to crack the lip gloss on the floor in a basket, which is poorly designed for small items to slip through. And sometimes one forgets what's in their pocket because they've got one hand in there and the other hand is giving you a piece sign. <laughs> okay? She's suddenly Ringo Starr. Peace <laughs> and love. I don't still lip balm peace and love. <laughs> I need um, my octopus's guard. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Raina is telling the girls about um, the date that they've set for the wedding. It's going to be the first weekend of November. Um, to which Maddie, the first weekend of November in 2014, right? Do you remember the first weekend of November? That works. Um, but Maddie instantly says that does not work for me, and it's all about because she has to go. And start checking out what's happening in the cinema because I believe that was uh, was one of the Hunger Games. Probably, yeah. 12, 13, that must have been, that's part, part one. Yeah. And she's like, I need to see what Philip Seymour Hoffman was up to because it might be his last screen appearance, this oh. and the next one, so I need to go and see it. Because his son will never do a Paul Thomas Anderson film, so that's not important. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to go to the Alamo Draft House and make sure they order me uh, a pizza in the middle of the film and I'm going to put my secret... Bassett all sorts on top of it, some sort of 
Licorice pizza? <laughs> um, well, this is where... Um, Mahaim. <laughs> this is where Raina tells... Uh, no, Mad- Maddie tells Raina that she what? knows about Deacon uh, proposing to her and her saying no. To which she says, why didn't you just give him a chance? And then we get the title. We're in Nashville. Wait, what, does Raina not have a, a, a comeback for that? No. Not like a, you know, shut up, it's my life. <laughs> and it's now or never. She ain't going to live forever. <laughs> um, what Raina does do instead is she yeah. goes to see Deacon. Um, oh, okay, to propose what? to him. It's a sort of <laughs> leap day scenario, which means they have to fly over to Ireland and she's going to meet up with Matthew Good and kind of be seduced by him. Well, she asks him to propose to her. In what world uh, is it appropriate for you to tell Maddie that you proposed to me? Uh, and this she says, well, this seems to be right. <laughs> she's, well, he says to her, well, it's not my job to make it easy for you. And Raina says, well, it's our job to make it easier for Maddie. So, oh, by the way, um, I'm getting married on November 1st. To which he says, that's pretty quick. And she's like, yeah, it is. And walks out. Sachets away. I'm a motherfucking woman, baby, alright. Oh my god, I can't believe you just um, sang a bit of Kesha. Did you know that was Kesha? Yeah. You did know that was Kesha? I'm aware of Kesha's work at the end of Birds of Prey. <clears throat> and the fantastic emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yeah. I'm so proud of you. Um, I hope we get more Kesha songs from you. <laughs> Can you do her great quote from uh, A Ghost Story? Yeah. Oh, that was perfect. Don't watch The Green Knight on Amazon Prime. It's (laughs) more boring than this. I'm a motherfucker. (laughs) Um, But now we're with... uh, Do you know who we haven't seen yet this episode? Who's the one? Right, we've hung out with... uh, (laughs) Maddie. Yeah. uh, And Rook. Yeah. And... Glenn Daphne popped up as well. Glenn was there. I um, didn't care about Daphne. Um, yeah, so and Juliet, obviously. Scarlet? Have you seen Scarlet? Uh, we haven't seen Scarlet yet. Okay, so we're Scar- having a Scarlet time because that's the only other person that matters. No, 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 no. Um, Scarlet time is the only other person that matters. I mean, you're close. Short, short of daddy returning in some sort of zombie like state, which I would also enjoy. That's, that's the what if episode we need. Um, <laughs> what if daddy didn't die? No, what if daddy came back as a zombie? Yeah, that's one episode, but then also <laughs> what if Daddy didn't die is like a whole series I would like with which oh, yeah. Booth also didn't die, so he could do everything. Yeah. He could be in the Deadwood um, movie. But no, we're with um we're with Gunner. Gunner Scott. Hey! Woo! Okay, stop stop applauding. Andrew, stop applauding. I need um, to not, that's that's not my applause. Oh. What was that clapping sound? Uh, you know, sometimes <laughs> a boy's gonna do what a boy's gonna do. <laughs> um Gunner's Today I come a man. <laughs> Become a man. <laughs> Sorry. Gunner's singing a song called When You Open Your Eyes. Um, and Zoe comes in and interrupts his singing. How dare she? Um, she's just not having a good time. Poor Zoe. She, yeah, I know. Poor Zoe. Because like, last time she heard him singing this song, it was with Scarlet. So oh, she's on who? his own singing it. Scarlet. Wait. As in Scarlet O'Connor, a wonderful Scarlet. Yes. <laughs> was in a room with this guy. Yeah, I know. It's your dream come true. That seems inappropriate. Was there some sort of special circumstance in which she had a hazmat suit on just for protection? <laughs> no, she didn't need it. Two hammers on either side just to clonk him on the head twice and crush his skull if needed be need? 
Like the end, Ewoks on the first moon of Endor might have done to the walkers. <laughs> with logs, but hammers in this case. Well, Scarlet's To kill this team, if you will. Scarlet's not there now, and Gunner's singing Good. When You Open Your Eyes, and Zoe she comes in and there. she says, hey, maybe that song needs harmonies. Why don't I sing with you? Because I'm a singer now, and I've been singing with Julia Barnes, and that went so well. She's been singing for a lot longer than that. She used to sing yeah. back in the old days with... The church. And... Avery. And her best friend... Scarlett. There you go. <laughs> um, but Gunnar's going to let the song sit for a while. Uh, he doesn't want her to sing on it, basically. Uh, she wants to spend the day making music, though. Um, and she says to him, remember that, that big party asked if asked our band to play? Oh, sure, the Avery Barkley band. Yeah. Um, but Gunnar isn't even sure if they've got a band. So what do they do? They go to see Avery. Another character we've not bumped into yet. Avery Barkley, he's a good guy. What's he up to? Well, um, he's drinking his his troubles away because he's uh, he's split. What kind of troubles has he got? Well, he split up with Scarlet. He doesn't know it, but Scarlet's pregnant. Uh, Scarlet. He did break up with Scarlet, but he he also broke broke up with Scarlet. Um, In the breaking up with Juliet, did he also, you know, burn anything? What? Oh, no, he didn't burn, burn any masters this time. There's no masters being burned. No. Because, so he so he was abated on his mastery. Yeah. <laughs> he probably should have done that, rather than, uh, you know, finishing off inside Juliet and creating a child. That seems really good. <laughs> My God. That's one um, way around for that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I applaud you for it. Thank you. That's definitely applause. Um, abated. <laughs> Um, but Avery's not interested in company or judgment because they're judging him for drinking. Um, yeah, fuck that. He's got brains to kill with alcohol. Um, but they've got a gig tomorrow and he's going to play like it or not, says Gunner, because Gunner is taking control. Yeah, I don't like this. He seems like um, a bad person to have in a crisis. Gunner, Gunner's trying to, you know, distract. But it doesn't really focus on the the trauma in itself. It's just trying to avoid. It's avoidance. Yeah. And avoidance will only create a long lasting problem. I don't want to hear that. Let's avoid that. Um, <laughs> Juliet, meanwhile, is getting back into. Uh, no, not Juliet. Why? Why am I getting it? Gunner and um, Deacon. I understand because they're two great characters. But Juliet and Scarlet, I'm getting mixed up for some reason now. Um, Scarlet is getting back into writing for the marketplace. Uh, all the big buyers want that right now is uh, is fun songs. So what what Scarlet's got to do is get out there with her friends and write her version of it. And have a party. Go to a party with her friends. Get a bit drunk. Don't stay in a ten by ten room on your own for the entire time because you can't write anything fun in there. In fact, you might eventually go insane if you're on your own in some sort of small room for a period of time, maybe twenty twenty two months. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Who knows? That's something that no one would have to do, you so it would never out. be found out. Are you okay? No. Well, I'll let you out of your 10 by 10 room for the podcast. So. This is still a, this is a 11 by 11 room. It's, it's more not, of an en suite. Is it a 10 by 10 room, though? No. No. Okay. So, I don't know what you're complaining about, really. It's 11 by 11. And, you, you know. Because now my rooms are 9 by 9. You've encroached. I didn't think you'd notice that. I noticed length. I knew I shouldn't have left that ruler in there. I'm very good. I don't I don't have a ruler. I'm a natural ruler. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> inch by inch, my friend. Um, and let me tell you, <laughs> I've got a 12. <laughs> it's called my middle finger. That's all it is. Meanwhile, um, Teddy's looking after the girls, um, and uh, Daphne is telling her. Remember Daphne? She exists. Um, Does she? Yeah, she's telling That is Teddy, a statement. She's telling Teddy that Maddie's busy at cutting off her pants. What? Does that what? Mean? It means that Maddie's wearing uh, short shorts. Oh, okay. That's that means something way different yeah. in the old country. Yeah. When we used to live in. Um, so Teddy tells her she's not wearing it outside the house. Uh, but Maddie's almost 15 and she wants to go to a barbecue with Talia. By friend. the way, I've been cutting up my pants this week, but it is the old country term. What do you think? I do you like which way do you like me uh, wearing them? Um, no way. Do you like a, do you like it? Uh, do you like a nice little uh, hanger? <laughs> or do you prefer the access point? Okay, stop showing me, please. Well, that's all I've got now. All right, you're going in eight by eight room next. Um, okay. um, yeah, Maddie wants to go to a barbecue with Talia, and Teddy says, Hey, I like barbecues, and Daphne says, I like barbecues too. And Maddie's like, Yeah, you guys need to get you in life. Um, I like Spider Man, <laughs> and Teddy says, Well, you can go, but like, if there's grown ups, are there going to be grown ups there? And she's like, Oh, yeah, there's going to be tons of grown ups there. Why? Why is that a good thing? I think a 15 year old going to plays would be if there's no grown ups, it's better. Yeah, true. But Unless says, the grown-ups are Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Chris Rock, David Spade, Rob Schneider. True. Yeah. And sometimes Steve Buscemi. <laughs> John Lovitz jumping around. John Lovitz. Screw John oh, he's Lovitz. so good in the second one. I hate John Lovitz. He's so funny in the second one. He has the one joke in that film. What's the one joke in that film? The one joke in that film is so uh, Salma Hayek and Maria Bella, all the attractive wives and stuff are doing some sort of exercise class but the fitness instructor goes out and so leaves the janitor john lovitz in charge of doing it and so he starts doing a couple of stretches for them and then he jumps up and down and they jump up and down and they jiggle their breasts and so he jumps up and down a couple more times <laughs> and they just do it again and he goes oh oh god and it's funny because it's just him being perfect and it's funny and it works and that's the only joke and then there's another hour and 25 minutes of film after that <laughs> i say film digital photography yes um, speaking of photography, uh, Luke is having pictures with fans while Deacon's looking on, just pissed off at him. Um, and Deacon's going to go into his room if anyone needs him. And someone does need him, a backup singer named Pam. She says, that's good to know. And she says, you had a really good album. Uh, your, your first album, I, I wore it out. And your new album, I can't stop listening to it. And is she, she wearing out with it? Oh, well, we can only imagine. Good, um, good, good, good vibrations. He says, well, that's good to know. Thank you very much. And he, she says, is, is that it? The least you can do is buy me a coffee, because that's what I expect when I trade someone's album. And he says, well, maybe next time, and walks away. He's a little jittery at the moment. Yeah, he is a little jittery. That's what, exactly he's what he had, says. He's had all the coffee. He had all the coffee in the world. He is the Christopher Plummer of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Juliet, meanwhile, comes home uh, and finds Glenn and Emily from Paris um, rooting through her stuff. Uh, they're trying to find the drugs that she's on. Um, drugs? Which, what it, drugs? Yeah, exactly. That's what she says. What drugs? I'm not on any drugs. I'm not on any drugs. There's no drugs here. Don't look at the drugs. Draw. Draw. Um, <laughs> uh, 
And uh, Emily and Glenn say, listen, we're your family. Um, we're concerned about you. And she says, no, you're not my family. You're my employee. Mm, yeah, but that's you, true. Because her, her, her family is a mother who... Uh, what happened to her mother? Uh, who, Jolene? Gosh, she had a name, right? Jolene. A name, right? Jolene. What was her name? Jolene. Oh, okay. <laughs> I miss Jolene. Um... Jeff Fordham, meanwhile, is uh, meeting with Sadie Stone. He's trying to sign her up with Edge Hill. Records. Sadie Stone? Yeah. Is yep. she some sort of uh, climber of the music charts? She's, she's an up-and-comer. She's, she's an up-and-comer, so yeah. she's kind of a jack at the bottom. Yeah. Waiting to climb his bean. Yes. Stalk. Well, yes. <laughs> um, Who means getting a gold and egg record, I guess. <laughs> Um, the only way is up. Well, he's with Sadie Stone, and they're meeting with uh, Will, um, with Luke Wheeler. Hands off to Wheeler. Hands off. Um, and, Says Will's uh, up instead, actually. Um, Deacon is yeah. Deacon is uh, not happy that uh, Luke is doing a meet and greet during his sound check on the stage. Um, what do you have to check with Deacon Clovon's music there? Oh, check that that it still exists. Yeah, <laughs> in his face, he's got two albums. Well, um, Deacon is uh, very mad. He's not happy at all. He slams his hand on the uh, speaker, um, and Pam says to him, "Pam pass, passes by and says, you 'You're even cuter when you're mad. I want to screw you.'" Um, Who is this girl? I don't know. And he says, "Well, I must be downright adorable right now because I am pissed." Um, I don't know what her king. Are, but it's weird. Um, Raina, meanwhile, is giving Luke a call. Um, they're talking about the wedding. Colton's going to be the best band. Remember, Luke's got a, a son called Colton. Um, he's no. also got a daughter. I can't remember her name, but it's an awful name. Um, Renez May. Yes, She's a CGI baby. Um, he has crazy actual adult eyes. <laughs> um, and Raina tells. Luke, that Deacon told Maggie, Maddie uh, that she... McGaggy. <laughs> yeah. Raina tells Luke that Deacon told Maddie that Deacon told Raina that Deacon wants to propose to Raina. Purple, purple thing. dishwasher. <laughs> um, and she's saying maybe we should push the date because it's not just about Maddie. There's a lot of people's feelings to consider. Um, so Teddy's feelings, Deacon's yep. feelings, Shelby Unix's feelings, Scarlett's feelings. I think they have missed out anyone from the family actually at this point. Um, and to which Luke says, "Well, what about my feelings? Um, do I not have feelings to consider?" And he hangs up on her. He's not happy. Um, but I don't think Pam finds that cute. So it's very strange. It's almost like she's only got eyes for Deacon. Um, Juliet, meanwhile, is all dressed up as Patsy Klein. And she's nowhere up. to go. <laughs> well, she's got someone there to go. She's got uh, a a screen test to do a with chemistry uh, test. Yeah, screen chem Ooh. yeah chemistry test with Noah, who's going to be playing uh, Patsy's husband. That's yeah, so it's a screen and chemistry test. It's not the two people in a room performing in front of producers and executives. It's also seeing them on camera and recording yes. on camera. Yep. That seems convoluted. That seems conveniently yep. uh, putting two things together. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's definitely how Hollywood works. <laughs> Well, this is natural. It's natural, yeah, exactly. Um, Will and Layla, meanwhile, are singing If Your Heart Can't Handle It uh, for the cameras, um, for the 
reality show. Oh, not for um, us. And for us. And for okay. themselves. Um, the song finishes and uh, Will says, right, that's great. I've got to head off. Uh, I've got training. Um, that's what the kids <laughs> I've call I've got to get in shape because I'm a uh, big fat slob. Look at me. And Layla says, um, well, no, you can't leave yet. And he says, what do you mean? We've just done the whole song. We've done the whole rehearsal. We've filmed everything. She says, no, no, you got to do testimonials now and you've got to talk about how much you love me and how much you love the song and how much you love performing with me. It's just all about me, me, me. Um, to which... Uh, yeah. Will just isn't happy about that. Sorry, I oh, have me in my head. Jamie, everybody loves Jamie. Everybody's talking about Jamie. Did you watch Everybody's Talking About Jamie? We discussed this off camera. Yeah, I can't remember if you watched it. I watched it. You did. That is just say I've seen it. Yeah. But what about um, everybody talking about Jamie? Not yet. I have also seen <laughs> everybody talking about Jamie. Sorry, because I got distracted because I said me, me, me. And I thought me, me, me. <laughs> That's the track. Never mind. Um, anyway. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what's going on with me today. Layla um, Grant. Yeah, Layla's Layla's taken control. She she is making him do everything and anything because if he doesn't do what she says, uh, he is going to be outed by his wife, which isn't a good. People, thing. yeah, he's really struggling in this situation. A lot of people would pay good money for a woman to be uh, abusive to them like this. True, true. That's kind of some people's kink. Yeah, some people. Maybe it's pounds. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> she likes being shat on by Deacon. Speaking of Deacon, uh, his daughter Maddie uh, is that leaving. Doesn't make sense. No, that's a that's a Conrad child. <laughs> that girl, that girl's Conrad got Conrad blood through and well, through. If she's if she's a Conrad child, well, she why is she leaving uh, where the vicinity of uh, Teddy Conrad? Her father oh, because her people because Teddy Conrad leaves so that he can go to City Hall, and he too <laughs> often wears short shorts. <laughs> well, Maddie's uh, he's Maddie's making national short short day soon. Maddie's going out for her. It's bar. on the December twenty first, the short, short, shortest day of the year. <laughs> Maddie's going out for her barbecue, um, and Daphne has got a bowling date with some friends. Um, oh. Daphne, the other girl, his sister. <laughs> um, so Teddy's all in, on his own now. See if this was um, Deacon in the scene, uh, Maddie wouldn't leave. If this was Bridget Jones, she would uh, lip sync to "All by Myself." <laughs> exactly. Um, and Teddy could probably rent that film Blockbuster <laughs> I really want to watch that documentary again Why? It was not I don't good <laughs> I don't know It was just nice to see him turning up Yeah, it's still, yeah it's nice to see him like waxing lyrical about Blockbuster In character Yeah. <laughs> As mayor of Nashville he started off with <laughs> Um <laughs> Meanwhile, the uh, the chemistry test and the um the, the camera and test, the screen screen test. test, the chemistry screen chemistry test is happening. Chemistry screen test. Chemistry screen test. Everyone's happy. Uh, they give them a big uh, round of applause, and um, Noah says to Juliet, "Well, we've just got to celebrate now. How about we celebrate?" <laughs> well, I guess um Juliet is single. It's not like she's and ready to mingle. Yeah. Um. But Me why? Not. She's the big. She's one of the biggest country stars. Why is she having to deal with some guy like this? What's he done? Who is he? Is he a model actor? What's going on here? 
Is he a TikTok superstar? Yes, probably. He's a Snapchat lad? Vine <laughs> guy? Uh, Vine guy. <laughs> well, um... How did he get this opportunity? Did he go to Juilliard? Yes, probably. He looks like... He looks the type. Um, uh, that's why I'm thinking he doesn't look the type, because he doesn't look like he's got money. <laughs> he looks like he's acting like he's got money. Which means he's a very bad actor because I could see right through it. <laughs> well, it's time for the um the gig with uh Gunner, Avery and Zoe's band. Um the Avery Barkley band, I suppose. Yep. Um Old Dominion are playing at the moment. Gunner's unloading the truck and Avery is loaded right now. Um Maddie's also there. She's uh what? she's she's in the skirt, she's seen her what? friend. The... Where's the barbecue? I know. It's weird. It's a weird place to have a barbecue. It um, seems inappropriate in the middle of a concert. Her friends say, uh, are you really going to wear that skirt? And she says, oh, God, of course not. And she takes the skirt off and what's underneath? <gasps> the short shorts. Did she rip it off like Buck's fist? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and and then uh, one of her friends offers her a drink in a red cup. And I have a feeling it's alcoholic. I guess we'll find I out shortly. I don't know what this could be, but it's a solo cup, right? Yes. Because she came to this one cup show solo. <laughs> um, Gunner, meanwhile, bumps into Kylie. Remember Kylie? I <laughs> do. She's spinning around. Get out of my way. So, I know she feels because she likes it like that. Do you see how Kylie was spelt? Yeah, I saw it. It was K-Y-L-I-E and then M-I-N-O-G-U-E, obviously. Nope, it was K-I-L-I-E. And she's Star Street Fighter. K-I-L-E-Y. San Andreas in that one scene in which she opens the thing and then collapses. The tower collapses upon her. And it's weird that well, she's in that. It's been 10 years since uh, Gunnar saw Kylie. Um, okay. She's waitressing in Nashville now. And she says, hey, where's your brother? Is he here too? And he's like, oh, yeah, he was in Nashville for a bit. <laughs> Tugs his collar. <laughs> I know, a rough way to find his DNA, I guess. <laughs> and so he turns up and he says, oh, here. Here's a distraction. This is my girlfriend, Zoe. Say hello to Zoe. Say hello to Kylie. Um, and Zoe says, yeah, hi. Uh, we might have a bit of a problem because um, look at Avery. Uh, and Avery's off to the side there drinking away. Uh, so they go and get him ready. And they say, come on, we've got to get up on stage. Uh, you've got to stop with your drinking. And he says, listen, you warm up your way. I warm up mine. As he stumbles onto the stage and he starts to sing a song for his ex called The Most Beautiful Girl in the World, to which Avery, uh, Gunnar and Zoe say, no, 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 we said we weren't going to sing that song. You don't want to sing a love song about your ex-girlfriend. Sing no love song. Exactly, that's what he says. No, no, that's he... what Jackson Bain would say. <laughs> He's rewritten the song. In the shallows now. <laughs> He's rewritten the song to talk about how awful The Most Beautiful Girl in the World is. Uh, Scarlet's stood in the crowd and as you rightly pointed out he comes on stage says here's a song about my ex-girlfriend Scarlett's just in the crowd watching going is this about me she, she then grabs her collar it's a real hey, hey, yeah. hey. but then she gets distracted because what does she see to her side her Maddie cousin. her cousin Maddie with a with a boy <gasps> is it a cute boy yes he is oh. quite cute is he? Um, I didn't notice 
I was so like busy he, think, looking at Scarlet and thinking, is she going to get really angry at Avery? I wasn't really noticing about all the accoutrement and the mise en scene. <laughs> she, uh, she follows her and um, says, uh, what are you doing here? And Maddie's like, oh my God, you're such a drag. No, the, the boy calls her a drag. And then he disappears. <laughs> That's uh, towards the end of the scene. Yeah. Well, yeah. This first, human being doesn't exist. First she says, you're not old enough to be here. And then she takes her cup and take, take, takes a sip. And she says, you're not old enough to drink that and pours it away. And she says, and you're coming with me now. Um, I'm taking you home. And the guy says, you're such a drag. And Scarlet doesn't... Just pop out of existence. <laughs> Scarlet takes it on the chin. She doesn't care. It's just a kid. It's another soul that Scarlet O'Connor <laughs> has claimed. <laughs> yeah, this whole, this whole show is just about the souls that Scarlet O'Connor claims. Yep. In the next um, world, she will be the queen. <laughs> Everyone should be subservient to Scarlet. Raina, meanwhile, is uh, on the front. And if you're into that, guess what? <laughs> you're, you're her peer at that point. You'll never in your afterlife ever get to be subservient again. And you have to live with that. <laughs> well, Raina, Ooh, meanwhile. I say destroy kink. Raina, meanwhile, is talking to Bucky. Um, she's, uh, she's not happy about the fact that they're planning a wedding by committee. She says it's insane. Um, and she needs to talk to uh, to Luke um, while his hands are off the wheeler. Um, <laughs> and she can't do it over the phone or over Skype or over uh, Zoom because Zoom doesn't exist right now. Zoom doesn't exist yet. Um, so she Please needs so? a private plane. Private plane. That's the only way to do it. That's how all Morse couples... code. <laughs> Morse code. That's how all, all couples do it by private plane. Um, uh, every couple I know has got a private plane in residence. Back, uh, back on um, Luke's turf, uh, Deacon's been asked to cut a couple of songs. Uh, he's just about to go on, up on stage, and he's been asked to couple of, cut a couple of songs off his set, uh, and he knows who that came from. So um, he goes to Luke, and he says, you got a problem with me? And he's like, yes, that's the whole thing. It's been going on for, since the beginning of the season now. Remember when I didn't like you? I still yeah. don't. And he says, um, yeah, I told Maddie the truth, and I'm not ashamed of it. And he walks off, and there's uh, Pam in the distance just watching and getting very aroused. Um, Teddy, meanwhile, is at the bar because um, he doesn't know what to do with himself. He's, he's all alone. He's got the kids are busy. Um, one's at a barbecue, definitely a barbecue. One has gone bowling, definitely bowling. Um, and uh, a woman comes up to the bar, sits next to him. She says, hello. He says, hi. She says, how's the cheese? Says it's good. And then she just turns away and talks to another guy because he's obviously not good at talking to women. It's a good conversation. He's too busy. Yes. Yeah. Poor. I gave any damn. <laughs> he's the mayor. He was the mayor of Nashville. He should be able to, you know. Anyway. Excuse me, what, what, what? Is he putting political power in order to get pussy? <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Uh, that's what I've heard. Okay. Um, Juliet and Noah are celebrating. Uh, um, what do we call it? The the screen test. The the, the, the chemist screen test. Chemist screen test. Um, he offers her a drink. She says no. He offers her a kiss. She says no. Um, and he says, "Well, um, are you are you dating someone or something?" And he says, "She says no. I've just gone through a breakup." And he says, "Oh, me too." Uh, the girl made me feel believe that I that she was in love with me, but she wasn't. Um, what happened with you? 
to which she... I believe, I believe he says she was a better actor off screen. Yes, yeah. Um, but then she's he great says, for theatre. <laughs> he says, uh, Juliet, what happened with you? What's your story? And she says, well, I'm feeling sick to my stomach, so bye, ray check. And just walks away. Ray check. <laughs> um, Will and Leila are about to go on stage together. Um, Jeff is there, and he says, Will, and speak to you. No cameras, no wife. Um, and he says, listen, you're number five in the charts, and you're falling. And if you take your wife out on stage, um, the screaming girls that are there for you and not for Layla aren't going to be happy with that. So don't uh, take uh, Layla out on stage. OK, but hear me out. What yeah. if he takes her out on stage? Oh, well, there's an idea. What if? What if? Another episode. <laughs> um, Scarlet, meanwhile, is driving Maddie home. Um, she says, I'm not trying to stop you from having a good time. Maddie says, don't worry, I wasn't having a good time anyway. And Scarlett says, well, neither was I. So um, we don't fit in, neither of us. Um, but that's a big part of what makes us artists. And uh, we feel very deeply all of the time. And the best way to deal with it is to write. And she says, so you call me before you do something stupid again. And she says, I'm not going to tell your daddies, either of them, the real one or the fake one. Um, and she says, don't forget to put your uh, skirt back on because you've still got your short shorts on and I was 15 once, so I understand. When was she 15? Not too long ago. She's so young. Is she? Yeah. How um, old is she now? Probably 21, I'd say. She never looks a day, a day over 21. Just like you. But when, what, what, what's the youngest you would put her range at now, then? Huh? You're saying she doesn't look older than 21. Where's yeah. the youngest she looks? She doesn't look younger than 21. Okay, cool. Just making sure you're not going into some weird territory. No, no, no. I'm not trying to, you know, gotcha journalism you, but I'm also <laughs> yeah. desperately trying to gotcha journalism you. I want, to, I want yeah. you to get cancelled at some point. <laughs> That's all. Um, Zoe, meanwhile, is asking Avery if he needs a ride home. He's busy. He's got a groupie all over him. And he's got his car, so he's good. And she's like, well, yeah, but you've also got, like, a brewery inside of you right now. Um, Good place to be. But uh, the woman, the, the groupie that's all over him can give him lift. And she says, you're like if Johnny Cash and Johnny Depp had a baby. Which, yeah. I okay, but uh, who's got the more dominant genes? Johnny Cash, because Johnny Cash is the more dominant of all people, even in death. Um, Did Johnny Cash wear jeans? <laughs> no, you wore short shorts. Oh, yeah, you would. <laughs> um, Rolls are in black. Exactly. Uh, Gunner is too busy catching up with Kylie to help out. Um, and Kylie's saying to her, you know, pop by by my cafe for breakfast one time. Yeah. She has a cafe. Well, she doesn't. It's not her cafe, but oh, the cafe okay. that she works. At. It's not like uh, the, the cafe the woman owns in Quite Matcha. No. <laughs> okay. Um, Layla, meanwhile, is angry at Will. I just Will. wish Nashville was more like crime Nashville. <laughs> That's what I uh, Layla is uh, is angry at Will about Jeff walking all, all over him and all over her and him not speaking up about it. And um, she says, you need to man up and find a way to put me in your set. And he says, well, I may be gay, but you're insane. And she says, well, that's the same thing. And it's just rude, really. I mean, uh, that gets you cancelled. 
Yeah, that really does. That's that's Layla done. Yeah, there's no Although, way. Uh, awkwardly, that also puts her in a position of being uh, possibly president at some point as well for some <laughs> of the groups of people. Yeah, yeah. It's a weird world we live in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, don't like it very bad. Let's uh, redo it. Yeah. Let's do a um, remake of this world and make it better. Well, Raina comes to see Luke in person. What? And she's bumped into Sadie Stone. Luke's up on stage. She's bumped into Sadie Stone. And well, this uh, is natural, right? Uh, no, this is while Luke's on tour. I don't know where we are. Um, I do. Where are we? Because he says, what's oh. up, Hollywood? Yeah, that was it. Was... Yeah. Duh. Um, well, yeah, Raina's uh, chatting with Sadie Stone because she spotted her on um, CMT. Um, and she's saying, you're the real deal. Jeff turns up and says, well, uh, Raina would know all about the real deal because Raina's been around a long, long time. Raina's definitely a classic because <laughs> she's old. Um, to which Raina says, yeah, he's known for his humour, but not for, his, for running a country label. Boom. Um, and he says, well, I know how to recognise talent when it's on the rise. And she says, OK, bye, and walks away. Because uh, while Luke is introducing Pam onto the stage, while she's probably just looking at Deacon, um, Raina crashes the stage. Uh, looks like she's surprised him this time. She's not going to propose to him, because what's the point of engaged already? Um, well, they could do it again and again. True. Every, every stop. Every, yeah. Yeah. The, the proposal tour. Right. Um, it's um, Ryan Reynolds, Sandra Bullock, Ray James, <laughs> and Luke Wheeler. And Betty um, White and Oscar Nunez, obviously. Oh, yeah. Can't forget Oscar um, Nunez as an old stripper. Well, Raina says that she didn't like how their phone call went, so she came to see him in person. Uh, uh, so Luke switches the setup, and so we've got no Pam anymore. He was just about to introduce her as well. Oh, no. So, um, instead, he sings the song that he's written for Raina called Good Woman, Good to Me. Did you like this one? I did not think of it. Fair enough. It's not like it's a Deacon Claiborne song. Uh, Deacon, meanwhile, is mad. Uh, he is not happy at all. He 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 storms into his dressing room, shucks a chair, and there's Juliet. He shuts chair. Chucks, chucks. Oh, chucks. Um, and there's Juliet. Sh- it's like a deck chair, I guess. <laughs> there's Juliet sat on a different chair. Um, she's in LA because she's been doing the uh, the chemistry chem screen test, <laughs> uh, and she wants his advice, uh, but. He says it's the wrong time for the advice. He, he can't give her any advice right now. He's too mad. Um, so she kind of tells him a bit. She says, you know, I broke up with Avery. There's a third person in, in, involved. <laughs> uh, to which, obviously, Deacon is thinking she cheated or something. And he says, well, you have to sell Avery everything or spare the poor bastard a world of hurt and set him free. And that's all I've got to tell you. I'm not going to hear any more information goodbye and leaves leaves his leaves her in this dressing room um zoe meanwhile is uh coming home with uh gunner which yeah. is you know, the dream um she's tired and gunner's like what which is the dream <laughs> gunner says talk to me which is the dream um and uh he says i talked to you on the way home the entire way home she says, yeah, but that was you tell me a bedtime story. <laughs> she says, but that was all about to have Russell Brand in it. It didn't it didn't mean anything. Um and she says, I heard you singing the song earlier with Scarlet, and when I offered to sing it with you, you 
you shot me down. Um, and he says, she's, well, then she says, um, who was the girl that you were chatting to all night? And he says, well, that was my first love. And she's sort of practically family. And with his brother gone now, he doesn't have a family. Aw, poor, poor, poor Gunner. Don't you just want to hug him all the time, every day? Um, you but Zoe says, insane. but Zoe says, you don't have, you don't, you do have family. You have me, and you've got Andrew Jones, your biggest fan. Um, it's weird they looked at the camera at that moment. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you like that. I set up. Um, they said to me they were going to do it anyway, so. And I said to him, so, so it's weird that you paid all that money extra just to get it done. Yeah. And I said to him, he said, no, we'll do it. Don't yeah. give us the money. And you insisted your whole life savings. And I, I did let him know we're not going to be doing a podcast about it for another like six years or so. They said they were yeah. lying, wait. They were looking forward to the worldwide yeah. pandemic. Yeah. Um, they knew. They knew they, and they didn't tell anyone. Yeah. They spotlighted. Uh, <laughs> Pam, meanwhile, comes by to see Deacon. Um, she uh she knocks on his uh his door he's in his hotel room and he says to her you know you must be the only person who doesn't know that i'm in love with Raina." and she says well from what i see Raina is in love with someone else uh, how could that be now i wonder colin hey it's colin hey she's in love with colin hey <laughs> she says that either makes you crazy stupid or both and she he takes wait, her... is it, wait is she talking about love <laughs> baby don't hurt me crazy and stupid Yes. Anna. Um, and they kiss and he takes Good her stuff. into her arms and into his room. Oh, they're going to have a nice conversation about the profits of not having alcohol and how yeah. much better it is without alcohol. Um, Raina and Luke, meanwhile, are hanging out because they're, you know, Please. Luke, Lena. Um, they, uh, well, Raina says they needed to have a real conversation in person. Um, and he says, look, I'm sorry, the thing with the deacon, it rocked me a bit. Um, and she says, look, I can't wait to marry you, but November's a bit too soon. But I found a date a month later. Um, and then, how about this? After mm-hmm. we get married, we combine, combine our tours so that we're still together in person. And we call it the honeymoon tour. The kids can come with us. It'll be perfect. And he now, says, yeah. Natasha Legero. And Moshe Kasha did this. All right. All they right. got married and then they w- they did a tour in which their, I think Moshe came out and did 30 minutes, then Natasha came out and did 30 minutes, then they go and do 30 minutes together. That was like a thing they did for a while. Right. So, you know, I'm not sure if it was around the same time or not, but I feel like Nashville and Reno is kind of ripping off uh, LA comedians. Or maybe LA comedians are ripping off Nashville. Maybe LA comedians are ripping yeah. off uh, Rainy James, Queen of Country. Yeah, who knows? That's more plausible, I think. Go and ask Moshe Kasha on Twitter. Remind him <laughs> that uh, my movie Moshe Kasha's Motion Capture still needs to be made. <laughs> um, well, uh, Luke reveals another trick up, up his sleeve because what's he got up his sleeve? He's got a tattoo with Raina's name on it. Oh, what does it say? It says Raina. What does mine say? It says um, Gunner. What does his say? Gunner says Andrew. So what does mine say? It says Gunner and Andrew. Yeah, what does his say? Andrew and Gunner. What does mine say? It says Andrew, uh, Gunner and Andrew forever. Okay, what does his say? Uh, his says Andrew and Gunner five ever. What does mine say? Yours doesn't say anyone. And then? 
And then you kiss. Oh. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the five ever. Thank you. I enjoyed my what if episode. Um, <laughs> um, Will, meanwhile, is with his trainer. Um, Do we uh, have a name for this guy? I don't have the name. That's he's probably shame. got a name, but let's just he's, call it. Look, there. I think there is a 55% plausibility he has a name. Let's call him Megan. Okay. Because he's Megan Trainer. He's a trainer. And uh, he's all about that, uh, what? He's all, well, I'll tell you what he's all about. Because uh, Will's training, and the trainer's like, oh, you started without me. And he says, yeah, but I need something else. If you, if you take the B out of base, what do you get? Ace. Yeah, but if you if you spell it, what do you get? As as is. Spell Many. base for me. Multiple as as is. Spell base real quick. B a s s. Right, take out the B. So let's spell a- it again. A s s. Yeah, he's yeah. all about that ass. He's all about the donkeys. Um, no training. <laughs> so uh, Will and the trainer kiss. Will and Megan kiss. And they go into the locker room because, you know. Yeah, lock her up. <laughs> um, Layla's, um, Will's wife, Layla, meanwhile, has come to see Jeff. Uh, there's no locker room around, no beans to count. Yo, but... Don't you dare. That was <laughs> she... grotesque. But she tells him, she says, guess what? My what? next record is going to go gold. And he says, OK, sure. And she says, yeah, yeah, it is because you're going to make it go gold. Or else my husband is going to be outed by his wife, who is me. So that's that and that. Um, Juliet, meanwhile, is in her car, uh, parked across the road from Avery's place. Facts in what she's going to say to Avery. She's talking to herself, and then the camera pans back, and there's no one in the car with her. What's she doing? Practicing. Never seen that before. She's trying to tell Avery that she's pregnant, and it's his. But uh, she sees him arrive home. But who's with him? Only Pam. <laughs> if only. That's another what if. Um, she's uh, he's with uh, he's with his groupie. His unnamed. She definitely doesn't have a name. She doesn't have a name. No. Um, she was never given one by birth. Yeah. The authorities <laughs> never thought to give her one. She is, as the music extremely loves to be, untitled. <laughs> um, so uh, he takes um, this girl into his house and uh, she tells, well, she gets on top of him, she's kissing him, and oh, yeah. she says, uh, how do you like no, 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 it? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah? Slow. Oh. <laughs> she says, um, uh-huh. tell, me, tell me how, yeah. how she did it. Oh, yeah. And uh, Avery says, how who did it? Yeah. And she says, <laughs> she's says the most beautiful girl in the world, yeah. Juliet Barnes. Ooh. And he says, oh, I'm not feeling it anymore. And she says, oh, okay. And she she's leaves. She's feeling it. <laughs> she leaves Ooh. unsatisfied and he uh, is left alone singing the most beautiful girl in the world, the right lyrics this time about how much he loves her. Which record she goes and does after this? Goes to find uh, Deacon Claiborne, obviously. Yeah, he's in Hollywood, so... Uh, it's a long travel. It's a long travel. someone else. Yeah. What about that uh, handsome Will Lexington? Which reckon... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about uh, that guy of Scott? Do you reckon he'd be up for a bit of a doozy? I knew that's what you really meant. Let's go on up. 
You think she, she might enjoy Scarlet a little bit? I don't want to think about that. She's you don't pure. want to think about that? No. Cuddling up, <laughs> just thinking like, hey, we're going to watch a nice movie together. <laughs> oh, that'd be quite nice, actually. A popcorn, blanket, couple of pillows. Um, Maybe they're going to watch, you know, the the, the wedding singer. <laughs> Pop that on and be like, ah, John Lovitz. Yeah. That nice. guy's funny. Moving on. Um, Juliet, meanwhile, has come back home. She's listened to her voicemails. There's one voicemail saying um, time is of the essence if she wants to go through with the procedure. I wonder what procedure that is. Right. Transition. Mm. Finally, <laughs> we got our first uh, trans country rock star. Imagine. It's breaks some fucking fun. barriers here. Yeah. Um, Deacon, meanwhile, is looking at uh, Rook in, or oh, so, uh, Lena. Lena in the paper um, after having done the deed with uh, with Pam. Lena Wames? <laughs> or, Lena, uh, or, uh, or Rook Gila? <laughs> all this is while um, Avery's still singing, by the way. Over the oh, top of it. Um, it's uh, a Montague. Yes. <laughs> Every Avery uh, stops singing now, and he he starts crying. Poor Avery, just want to give him a hug. But there's no so, time to is think that about all that. Want to give him? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because all the other stuff we want to give is to Gunner, because he's uh he's come to see Kylie now. He's he's at her restaurant, um, her cafe. Clint Eastwood is there taking an afternoon nap. <laughs> um, <laughs> um. She didn't expect to see him because she says Zoe was a bit iffy around me. And he says, yeah, I think that was because I was a bit iffy around you. I hadn't showered. Um, and uh, she says uh, she left Texas because her parents thought that Gunner was a bad influence. Um, and but they were she still, right. <laughs> she still has the cassette he made. See, he can't be that bad an influence. Oh, God. Um, it depends on what's on it because I think we've all heard what Stan was singing. <laughs> And he says, oh, yeah, I made that with my brother. And she's like, oh, yeah, your brother, where is your brother? Like, where oh. is your brother? I've not seen your brother for a while now. Yeah. Boy, I don't read the papers. Where is he? Where <laughs> has he been? I thought he'd be hanging out. Surely after he got parole, he would hang out with, where is he? Where's Jason? Wouldn't this be awkward if he was dead and I just kept talking about him? That would be really awkward because he had so much life and verve. And I just <laughs> wanted to hear him tell one of his great life-affirming stories again. Where is he? <laughs> to which kind of says he's dead. Uh. <laughs> Ooh, I've just served up a new menu it. item. It's called foot, and I'm going to put it in my mouth right now. <laughs> she starts tugging on her collar. Oh, she's just full Jerry Lewis at this point. <laughs> Scarlet. Scarlet, meanwhile, is fighting, and she's in her 10 by 10 room. Um, and uh, Jeanette comes by and says, Oh, you're writing. Let's have a look and let's have a read. And she's like, oh, feeling like an outsider, peer pressure. Uh, this doesn't sound fun. Um, you know, I said the girls want to hear a song about The girls fun. just want to have fun. Yeah. That's and, what Jeanette wants. But uh, you know who wants to sing some really sad songs for way too long a time? Who? Annette. Yes. <laughs> so may we start? Um, sorry? So may we start? <laughs> I have not seen Annette yet. You are. Because it was on Amazon Prime in the US, right? Yeah. 
but you don't have access to Amazon Prime in the US. I did. You? I did that weekend. It was that did you? You lucky fortunate moment where I managed to have it, and then I watched the film. It's like I kind of wish I didn't have Amazon Prime this weekend. God Same way I was watching The Green Knight last weekend, and I was like, I wish I didn't have Amazon Prime for this, but uh, I guess here I am, and I can't stop myself. And then I stopped myself. I hate VPNs right now because I haven't had access to Amazon Prime US for so long. You're fine. Sorry. Um, moving on. Um, yeah, so she's, she's writing about feeling like an outsider peer pressure, uh, and Scarlett says, This isn't a song girls want to hear, but they order because it's a Scarlett song. It's this a ain't song. a song girls want to hear, it's a song girls need to hear. Yeah. And I'm going to sing it to you. That's what I do. It's me, Jackson Main. <laughs> I'm swinging to you from before I go and kill myself. And Jeanette walks away and she says, Hey, Jeanette, I just want to see your face one more time. Um, it was how uh, they always do. And finally, Raina is talking to Bucky about plans for the honeymoon tour. And he's oh, like, yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. And she says, Yeah, it does sound great, doesn't it? Everything is looking It sounds great. like nothing could go wrong. I'm going to pull into my house now, and what, is that a person sat on my doorstep? Are they wearing a hoodie? Are they all in black? Are they a ninja? <laughs> Turns out, Juliet's there. She takes her hood off, and... Fancy climb. <laughs> yes, fancy climb herself. Um, and she says, I feel like you're the only person I can talk to about this. And uh, Raina says, talk to her about what? To which Juliet uh, produces... A, a baby just there <laughs> um, she produces the sonogram of her little baby that's growing inside her dun 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 bomb, bomb, bomb. she's been pregnant all along <laughs> that's not how the <laughs> the film went that's not how the story of um, Patsy Klein went no that was, again that was Annette yeah <laughs> and that was um, season 3 episode 3 how in season 3 already of Nashville uh, can't get over you to save my life. What okay. a ride. A lot happened. And I think we all learned something. What Let's would you say from... three of the most important things that happened to this one? Let's go for uh, those. Juliet's pregnant. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, Avery's drunk. What? And Deacon is mad. What? Mad like uh, mad for it? Mad? Yes. Okay. But one thing we haven't learned is where we can find you, Andrew Jones. You can find me anywhere you want it. That's the way I need it, anywhere you want it. I'm on Twitter, Anything Runs. It's not very interesting. I don't, don't really. I don't exist anymore, so I haven't got anything to say. You do exist. In all no, our, I don't. And in Gunner's hearts and that. He has more, more than one heart, apparently. And that's what matters. What about you? Uh, you can find me at movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, and you can find us at Bluebird Pod on Bluebird underscore Pod on Twitter, Bluebird Pod on Instagram, and Bluebird Pod on Facebook. And email us at bluebirdpod at hotmail.com. Um, until next week, where we delve deeper into the pregnancy of Julia Barnes, also known as Nashville. Yeah, uh, Julia Barnes is pregnant with Nashville. That's what she's going to give birth to. And that's a pretty that's big is. baby. That's what this whole show is leading up to. It's the origin story of Nashville. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I don't know what more to say. Until next week.